everybody. Welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly. And this is your Saturday, April 16th, 2022 edition of Coming Up Roses, episode 57. 57. 57. Yeah, yeah. Seems like we just did 52. Yeah. Like, not... <laughs> it doesn't seem like we've done, fast. like, uh, what, uh, five episodes since then. That was five weeks ago. Plus, we skipped a week. So it was six weeks ago. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. That is crazy. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so this week has uh, been actually kind of a busy little week. We uh, we uh, Kelly's been on spring break. I've had some time off. Got my Marvel uh, T-shirt of the month, <laughs> uh, which I like. Uh, it's nice. Um, Amazon has those. Uh, T-shirt of the months for all different kinds of things. Really? Not just Marvel, but yeah. All right. There you so go, So they folks. send Kevin a new T-shirt every month. I just now don't know when to stop it. Because he loves getting it every month. So. It's one of my, it is one of the things I look <laughs> forward to. Do you know why? Because sometimes I throw in characters that aren't, like, mainstream. Like, you know, as much as, I, you know, Black Panther is more, more mainstream, It's never he's traditionally not a character that's first string. Uh Probably more so now than he ever has been before, but that was cool to get a Panther shirt. Uh, the uh, um, Defenders shirt with the classic Defenders, not just the the street team they did for Netflix. The actual old school Defenders, that was awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to what they do, what they bring to the table. So it's just gonna have to be a continual Christmas gift. Oh wow, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, I'll do that. Right. Not a problem. Easy, I don't even have to think about it. It's a gift I don't even have to consider it. Mm-hmm. It just comes. And we all go, what is that? I don't remember ordering this. And then we're like, oh, I know <laughs> oh. what this is. Um, yeah, so spring break, we had decided to do at least something adventurous in our, in our lingo, which just means basically... Getting out of the house and trying to get to a place we don't go to often. Yeah. We started the week off strong. We actually, for me, this is a huge thing. We made it to the the beach. Mm-hmm. At uh, Sandbridge. I don't really like the beach very much. Um, and to be quite honest, I have been battling a um, arthritis flare up in my knee for, I don't know, two and a half, three weeks now. And some days are better than others, but the day we went there, it was just not, there was no way. I was walking through sand, so. You forget about how difficult it is to walk through sand, because I tried it, just to make the trip and see, because uh, the big concern was that there was going to be this big, huge hill, because there's a, um, a, dune. A, a dune, and it had a, a, an easy slope up, but we didn't know what was on the other side of the slope. Which is actually kind of flat, uh, believe it or not. But not, uh, it wasn't bad. Yeah, but except my knee, it, every step is really painful. Yeah, yeah, and to use muscles through the sand, I didn't want to make anything worse. Yeah, and I had trouble, and I don't have any trouble walking, but walking on sand, it's it's a different game. It is a different ball game. So where we went, there's like a park, um, and like picnic. Awning, you know, awnings with picnic tables and whatever, and then the dunes, you cross the dunes to get to the beach. So, we were able to sit in the sand and look at the pretty sand dunes. Yeah. We could hear the ocean, and smell ocean the ocean, and feel the, the ocean. Sun in our um, face, wind. It was a little chilly. Yeah. 
But it was, it was kind of nice to slip the flip-flops off and mm-hmm. just put my toes in the sand. I screwed up and had shoes on because <laughs> I was a dumbass. Well, it was it was cold. Yeah, yeah. And then we... Uh, I wore a hoodie. Birds. That's how cold it was. We saw some cool birds. A, a lot of pelicans. And uh, some, some albatross. And some sandpipers. Yeah. One mm-hmm. sandpiper I was like a little freaked out by. It just started <laughs> running towards us. Like full on, full tilt, just running straight at us. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, he was just a little guy. Yeah. Well. Um, I'd have been more concerned had a pelican started running oh, straight yeah. at me, but. Uh, or an albatross. No, so that was nice. And then um, a couple days we got out and just went to some different parts of the city and you know did a little, almost a little bit of like just driving around and enjoying our time off together. Yeah, because that's the car. We enjoy the car. Yeah. Being in the car together, because that's our spot. You know, it's where we can be alone together, really. And then Kevin had to work Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. So we had, he made these really good pork chops for dinner Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And when we went to bed, I guess about 9.30 or 10 o'clock on Tuesday, Kevin had the hiccups, which is always a sign that things are going to get bad. Yeah. And I was like... Do you need water? No, they'll go away. They'll go away. Which is what he always says, and that never happens. His hiccups lead to, like, other things. Yeah. So, after a while of them just not going away, he t- you took some Pepto. Yeah. And then within 10 minutes, he was sick. Yeah. And then, you know, just the whole the night, he just I could tell he wasn't feeling good because he inclined the bed, so he was sitting yeah. up. and. Which, usually, after I get sick like that, I'm fine. You know, but I think it's that... it's something either with since you had the bypass surgery years and years ago. Mm-hmm. It usually happens if he eats white meat chicken, and it doesn't always happen. But yeah. it always used to happen when he would eat. When it happened, it was always because we had chicken and he ate like cold. White meat. Like usually, cold. if it's colder, like if it's a cold piece of fried chicken or something. Yeah. Maybe it's the dryness of it or something. Maybe. Um, so we went through that. And then at 3.30 in the morning, he woke me up and he was like, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I'm used to having indigestion problems from time to time. This whole thing with the chicken and whatever. It's a little unusual for it to happen with pork chops, but, you know, okay, not completely out of the realm. Chicken and pork are... Somewhat in the same Pork realm. is the other white meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe that, that's, I'm having, you know, thing. But the problem is a couple years ago, my brother, uh, my older brother, Billy, he had what we, they called a slow burn uh, or widow maker heart attack. And he's survived. Uh, don't everybody freak out. He's, he's all right. But had he not gone to the doctor thinking that, you know, his, his wife basically forced him to go because he was just thinking, well, it's just real bad indigestion. Uh, I was thinking, you know, at first it was indigestion, but then I realized, you know what, it's not feeling like it's acid, which it wasn't. It was not acid. Usually when I have indigestion, I get that strong acidy feeling. I wasn't having any of that. It was just this burning, non-acid burn in my chest right through here. So I'm thinking... Uh, shit, I might actually be having one of those types of heart attacks. I didn't know for sure. So we went to the ER. They still won't let anybody in. Yeah. So we get to the ER, I guess, at 3.30. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is just my, it's just my 
a flaw in my personality as much of a hypochondriac as I can be and like anxiety kicks in with me and I blow things up into big issues with Kevin I was like I feel like it's just indigestion because yeah. when I get it I don't have heartburn like acid burn yeah um and so I don't know we went in and they were like oh you can't come in with him and I'm like it's 3:30 in the morning and this is probably going to take a long time because yeah. they're going to do blood work and hopefully the blood work will come back fine which means he's got another 4 hours in the hospital because they're going to repeat the blood work that's just yeah. what's going to happen that's the procedure whenever you go in with chest pain and um so she's like yeah it's best for you just to go home and you know Kevin had his cell phone and I was like oh. it sucked yeah. It felt so wrong driving away and leaving you at the hospital. Yeah, I get that. I mean, because I was just like, I mean, I get I don't want to sit in the parking lot in the hospital at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I could be which there. Which isn't really safe either. No, and I could be there for hours, which. Yeah. Which you would have been. I would have been. Like 18 hours. <laughs> well, you were in a little over 12 hours. Yeah. Um, But, so then I came home and of course I had let. Mom and Dad know we were going before we left, and so when I got home, they were both up, and so basically just didn't sleep all that night and texting Kevin back and forth about what was going on. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, I was having the first thing they did was they did the blood work, and then they did uh, EKG almost right away. Yeah, they do that pretty much when you go in, don't they? Yeah. The EKG before you even get back to the room. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. I was just sitting in a chair. Then they brought me back to a room, and I was a little worried about that because the last time I was in the hospital for any length of time, they put me in a torture rack of a bed. <laughs> I mean, literally, I was in more pain from that than anything else. Um, that was when I had that food poisoning. We talked about that. That was terrible. Um, this one wasn't so bad. The bed wasn't uncomfortable. It was okay. It wasn't you know comfortable, but it was it wasn't bad. Uh, but I sat in the bed for a long time, and uh, they had me all rigged up with. Uh, monitors and they had uh, an IVM and then they decided well they were going to do a, a CAT scan. Didn't they do a chest x-ray first didn't they? Yeah they did a chest x-ray which they were like okay you're okay to walk a little bit and I said yeah I can walk. Um, I, was, I was in pain the, 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 the burning wouldn't go away but I was otherwise physically fine. I could get up I could walk around I was fine so I had a chest x-ray uh, then they had uh, they said they were going to do a CT and to do that, uh, they had to put another IV. So I had both arms were all IV'd up uh, because the IV for the CT, they used a different gauge. Well, meanwhile, your first round of blood work came back okay. Yeah, slightly high in some number. That, one number was like one number above normal. Yeah, it was supposed to be 20 was normal. I was 21. And, and your like, EKG eh. was okay. And my EKG was okay. So they didn't think I was having something that was going to kill me right off. <laughs> you know, so... so they were they were concerned because of the the history the family history uh but not so much that you know this guy's actively going to drop out on us right now he's going to check out any second now they were like all right he's all right but we need to figure this out you know so they do the um the ct which is you know they put you through a donut and that was weird i'll be honest with you that was that was <laughs> that was bizarre they put you in this big giant donut and the thing's spinning around inside and 
making noise and the guy is an automated voice telling you when to breathe and let go of the breath and blah 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 and those people were just not well it was four in the morning by yeah so but they were just you know they weren't the 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 no your ct the, was later yeah that was like ten thirty. yeah they weren't nice they weren't you know the neither was the doctor that was dealing with him yeah did not like him at all. I only had one conversation with him by phone, and he felt really put off. Yeah. That he had to talk to me on the well, phone. Well, because he was telling me everything. I said, hold on now. I, I, I got to call my wife because I'm not good about asking questions. Like, I'll just accept what he's saying and be like, she'll ask me later on, well, did you ask him this? And I'm like, no, why the fuck would I ask him that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it wouldn't occur to me to ask him that. So I know I'm, I'm, I'm the worst patient ever. So I said, hold on, let me call my wife. And get her on the horn so that she can, you know, hear it as well. And then she would ask questions, which she did. And the guy was a little annoyed that he was very, it seemed very annoyed that he yeah, had to take the time to do that. Doctor. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then they wanted to do a stress test on me. Which the stress test ladies, they were all pros. They were, you know, trying to put me at ease. They were talking to me, uh, you know, talking about the various different stuff. And I had one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. <laughs> So, it's been well documented on our podcast that Kevin loses his pants quite frequently. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like on, uh, uh, I guess they're called basketball shorts. You know those slippery, uh, uh, I don't know what kind of yeah, material. They're satin, I guess. Um, basketball shorts. Satin, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know what material they are. But anyway, I'm doing the stress test, and I'm holding on to the bar, and I'm walking at a good pace, and I feel it. They're starting to go, so I'm like trying to pull them up. And the, there's three women there, and two of them said, no, no, hold on to the bar. I said, well, my pants are going. They said, we got it. And then two of the women are actively holding up my pants. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, well, it was better than them just saying, forget it, let it let it go. Yeah, that would have been better. And you don't want to be standing there just been tripping over. Yeah, well, I'd have been tripping <laughs> they over They would have stopped you, and they wouldn't want you to get hurt on the trip. I didn't have a clip on or anything. They would have had to. That's why they didn't want you to let go of the bar. Yeah, so... <laughs> Then they got up to the thing, and then they rush you into... Because basically what they do is they do an ultrasound, and then they... Uh, they get your heart rate to they get your heart rate up, Yeah, and then they, they, they realized that the ultrasound wasn't working on me all that great. I had to put some stuff in me so they could see better. The CT wasn't great. Yeah. That was what the doctor said. Yeah. The cardiologist who looked at the CT saw some things that concerned him, so they wanted to do more testing. Yeah. They were going to do a stress test. Or a heart catheterization. They were going to keep you overnight. That was the first That's point. what he told me on the phone. And come to find out, it wasn't that there was anything concerning on the CT. They just couldn't get a good enough view of what they wanted to make sure it was okay. So it wasn't like they saw something wrong. They just didn't see what they wanted. to. Yeah, the then, part of your heart they wanted to see, they couldn't see. And when the stress test came back that I was fine, they were like, oh, okay, he's good. Yeah, then he's he was like, we're going to go ahead and discharge you because so your stress test this is fine. For sure, I'm not actively having a heart attack. <laughs> right. So, so but, here we here I was like, shit, like he's got problems with his arteries. They're going to do a heart catheterization from the way the doctor was talking. And that turned out to be he was just... Yeah. It ended up being that I had a stomach bug. It wasn't indigestion. <laughs> it was a stomach bug. So like one of those 24 it might have been hours. both, one triggering the other. Well, either way. But uh, it wasn't a heart attack. I'm fine. Uh, but, you know. They finally did let me in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what time. It was only about an hour before they let you go. Yeah. So 
apparently the COVID thing is you can't go for the initial check-in or anything. I guess they want to make sure that you're you're going to be there for. But they never tested you for COVID. Yeah, right? they never did. Um, no, they never did. They never jammed anything up my nose or anything. You didn't like have that. any of the symptoms of COVID. And I told them I was triple vaxxed, so. But they didn't give a really shit anyway. Any. And after a while, they told me I could even take the mask off. I was like, all right. Yeah, as long as you were in that room by yourself. Yeah, well, even when they were taking me to the different places, I said, oh, I forgot my mask. He said, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. I was like, all right. They were all wearing masks, so I was like, all right, well. Um, yeah, so that was an interesting way to spend Wednesday. Yeah. We got home from there about, I don't know. Four o'clock. Four o'clock in the afternoon. And then I slept. Yeah. I slept for Because Kevin I, has sleep apnea, and I noticed that just for the hour that I was there, anytime he would doze off, his alarms would start going because his um, uh, blood oxygen level would drop below 95. So it would go beep, beep, and that would be enough to wake him up, and then the numbers would come back up. So that's why you weren't getting sleep. Oh. Cause you when, didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. Oh. I said that's because you have sleep apnea. And then one time it didn't wake you up and it got down below or it got down to 90 and then it started beeping more urgently and then you woke up and then it came back up. That's why they weren't running in mm -hmm. because every time you would start to doze off, it would do that. Oh, but oh. see, normally you don't sleep that way. Yeah, I don't so, sleep sitting up. Um, but anyway, so that was our adventure on Wednesday. Um, but I'm all right, folks. <laughs> I'm good. Thank goodness he's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. It, it's kind of put the, the 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 idea that I need to do better, and you know, I get over this whole, you know, semi depression and get back on the horse and start eating right and start trying to do some stuff to be active. Like I need to get on the bike. I'll probably do that after we do do dinner tonight. Get on the bike for a little mm -hmm. bit. But um, yeah, I gotta I gotta start getting right. Yeah. Yep, and then yesterday we pr and then he went to work yesterday for like an hour, and then they came on and were like, "Oh, we've approved you to be off today, so you only worked an hour yesterday." Yeah, and then which some of that was in a meeting with my boss. I have a new boss, which I'm she's great. I'm really liking the new boss. Uh, See, everything works out for me. Yeah, she. I sent her uh, all the doctor stuff. I told her I was in the ER. I called her her, her uh, work phone. Told her I was in the ER. She was all concerned when I signed on. She was, you know, hey, are you all right? What happened? And I was telling her. And she's real cool. She, she was concerned about me, you know. It's not just some, you know, okay, my employee who I barely know. You know, she's taking the effort to, to get to know us, mm -hmm. which is cool. That's good. Yeah, so that's that. And um, I started, um, I signed up for a program through my benefits at work called wonder which i'm assuming is a kind of a lot like noom yeah. um and my the ben my benefits pay for it so you have to apply to this program and of course i applied and it got approved so it's like um 12 weeks worth of lessons video lessons you watch mm -hmm. and you you know you track your weight and whatever and then I guess they teach you how to eat the foods that you like to eat and they're all the like mental well-being and body positivity and it's all kinds of like well-being stuff tied into it. 
So the first round of classes are 12 weeks, and then there's a second phase that goes for 12 weeks, and then a third phase that goes for 28 weeks. Um, and so I got all that stuff in the mail, mm -hmm. which I have to do measurements. They send a little, like, mm -hmm. like a tape, tape measure, measure to do measurements so that you can track that. I have to do that before Monday. Tell them the funny thing that happened when you opened up the box. You looked inside and you're like, what the hell? Oh, right. <laughs> it came in this big box. I should I should have had it to show you. Um, then I opened it up and I was like looking through and there's a guidebook and I took it out and there was like fit into these three things were fit in. One is like a wristband that says wonder that you wear like to remind you of your goals, whatever. Then there was the tape measure thing. And then there was like an individual pack of Pringles, potato chips. And I'm like... What the heck? Yeah, not like the low fat or no, just regular. Which an, I would original not recommend Pringles. low fat Pringles. They Chips. Yeah, we don't need to talk about. Them. Yeah. Um, and then like you lift it up underneath, there was a bag of popcorn, and so it's like, don't eat these. Like when you read it, don't eat them right away. It's for something in lesson or week two, some kind of tasting experience or something. And you know, there's people out there like, oh, <laughs> yeah, all those fatties that were like, ooh, snacks. <laughs> I at least did not eat them. They are okay. safe in the box. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of funny. It's kind of like when you go to Planet Fitness on whatever day they do bagels. Donut the day or there pizza. Was pizza day and then bagel mm -hmm. day. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start that on the 18th. My first lesson start Monday. So time for a life change. Yeah, we need to do better. I mean, we say this a lot. Well, you Clearly know what? We're we not need good you guys at to hold us to plans. it. You, we need you guys to help us hold us to it. You know, <laughs> leave the comments for us and uh, in the various platforms and let us know. Oh, I've you tried know. like being accountable by putting things up on social media. None of that works for me. None of that mm -hmm. like external other people cheering me on kind of has the opposite effect on me. All right. Um, well, we don't so... want you to call us big fat chooches either. <laughs> but you know. I like that one time we were in Planet Fitness and that girl was on the machine next to me practically doing gymnastics on the damn thing. <laughs> I was like struggling I to get through that. 30 minutes. She'd like minutes. jump on one and just be jumping up and down. Yeah. And, yeah. and then she was like, oh, you're doing such a good job, honey. And I was like, oh, You like, want the throat punch. I really just want to be not noticed. Mm -hmm. Don't say a word to me. I want to come in, hide in the corner, do what I need to do and leave. Like you pointing out that I'm struggling on this is not helping. Um, and ultimately, like, that's why Weight Watchers, like, going to the Weight Watchers meetings never worked for me. That kumbaya, let's sit in a circle and talk about how great everything is, just is counterproductive to me. I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. So I don't get any kind of... I don't get any kind of... I don't get anything from that, like... You know, there's people out there who so say, why the hell are you doing a podcast then? And, and you know what, folks? That that's that's a legit thing. But this it's is the different. extrovert here that keeps the podcast going. I enjoy the show, but you you do a lot of the driving conversation in the show, and you I think get something out of talking to not just me but to the audience. Well, I've realized as I've hit fifty that pretending to be anything other. I spent a lot of years trying to pretend I wasn't certain yeah. things people who 
know me. I'm sure that I work with people who probably think I'm just some kind of stuck up person. Really, I am very introverted. Mm -hmm. I am not comfortable in social situations. Mm -hmm. I don't like social gatherings. I'm not... Those things don't feed me the way they feed other people. Yeah. I get fed by being around my trusted people and my family and my own space and, you know. Um, It's like a half dozen people that you're comfortable with. Yeah. I get it. And then I started following this guy on TikTok who's an introvert. All of his TikToks are about being an introvert. And, oh, my, it's like every one of them. I'm like, yeah, you know, like. That feeling you get when you get step on the elevator and the doors close before anybody gets on with you, totally know what that's like. It's like this little celebration, like, oh, I don't have to have this awkward interaction, you know, with somebody on an elevator or, you know, someone rings the door and you just... <laughs> when you're pressing the wrong button to close the doors when they think you're hitting the button, yes, I'm keep really the door a nice person. <laughs> I am. I know I'm a nice person. I'm a good person. I'm funny. I'm just not outwardly seeking aside from this but honestly if it had just been me doing this i would have given this up already by now Mm -hmm. it's because you enjoy it so much i do it keeps me doing it so but i also think you enjoy it i mean i do enjoy it Mm -hmm. but i'm in the safety of my home i'm not i'm not really sitting in front of people and that's fine that's fine and we do get some interaction but it's not like you know, we're not actively talking to people. But so. see, and that just goes to show you're the one that's always asking for the comments and this mm-hmm. and that. And I'm just like, oh, you know, people will comment if they want to comment. Like, don't yeah. make it awkward. Don't make people. I am so much, so minded on I've told stories what I'm doing and how myself. it's making it's other people. It's not going to get any more awkward than that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, folks, if we ask for comments or even when we throw the, the cash app out there, K-Rose VA, uh, or at Rose VA uh, to, to, you know, ask for a little bit of coinage for stop, a free podcast. Stop, um, You know, I have got no shame. I've told you folks how to do multiple stories about You are my social shield, though. Yeah. You know. You can throw me out. It's his fault. Look at dumbass. I here. use you like <laughs> Captain America's shield. There you go. <laughs> so, anyway, that's that. We've got Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. Left. You're off Saturday, Sunday now, so yep. we've got a couple more days and then back to the grind. We'll have to do a couple more adventures between now and then. Maybe we'll go hit a park. We were going to get up and go see the sunrise this morning. I did not sleep well at all last night. I I was in and out of sleep. And then up at like 4 this morning, I don't know why, but I just couldn't get back to sleep. But it was kind of rainy and cloudy, and I thought... Yeah. I'm going to go down there and not be able to see anything. So maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. We also had trouble with uh, the chair. When we went to the beach, we had these new chairs <laughs> that we got from uh, mother-in-law for Christmas. They're real nice chairs. It was the first time we actually had a chance to use them. We put them in the sand, and that's probably what caused the problem. We could not close them. One of them we finally got closed. <coughs> But the second one, I, I used every bit of strength I had. I could, I was pissed. Could not get these things closed up. And she's looking up on the internet. I'm not the only like one YouTube having trouble. videos. How do you close these chairs? Like there was a guy that put a YouTube video up and he gave 20 bucks. He offered up 20 bucks to six of his friends if he could close this thing. He's like, here's what you're going to need. Some WD-40 and a mallet. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus Christ. 
So before we go, and it, it, we drove around in the car and got back home, and I went to pull the chair out, and it just closed. <laughs> so it must have just been a piece of sand or something that was stuck in it. So before we go to um, Hatter's, I got to make sure I have either some WD-40 in the car. Well, that's or why I bought that air. blanket, that beach thing, but we didn't yeah. put it down. It was yeah, too we windy. Should've... Windy. Either way, that's that's you know that's that's been our week this week. So it's been a good week. It's been a very good week. So, you know, Restful for the most but, part, and yeah. Uh, yeah, the weather's been fairly decent. And mm-hmm. my kind of weather, there was it was a little hot on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's been real pretty. Mm-hmm. Right now, I see blue sky, a little bit of gray clouds, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty good week overall. So, you bring in a topic and I'm bringing a topic. Yeah. So, the big news this week is uh, Elon Musk had bought like 9% Elon of Elon Musk is stirring up some shit. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And I'm here for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I am. It's, it's fantastic. He is a free speech absolutist, which is great. He's not saying that he wants to take Twitter and just make it so that it's the right wing, you know, Twitter. He's saying that he's going to, re- you know, remove all of the barriers and restrictions that Twitter has put on and it's seemingly been against folks on the right and people on the left are freaking the hell out. It's not like he's saying I'm going to restrict, you know, do the same to the left. He's saying no, I'm just going to, you know, and they keep saying, well, if we don't have this content, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, moderation. Moderation or, or t- content uh, curtailing. Uh, it's the end of democracy. No, it isn't, asshole. It's not. You're being an asshole. If you sit there and you're going to change the word censorship to content moderation, you go fuck yourself. That you are, you, are, you are the bad guy. You are the bad guy. You may not agree with what people are saying. You may even say it is factually wrong. That's fine. You put out your, the facts that, that you can prove. That's fine. Do that. But don't block somebody from saying whatever you think you, is wrong. If you want to argue it, argue it. But if you feel like you can argue and this person needs to be deplatformed, no, you are in the wrong. And that's where he came in and said, well, I'm just going to buy buy the company. And people are either loving it or hating it. There is no in-between. Yeah. I mean, I am not a supporter of censorship in any form. Like, yeah. I, people should be allowed to say things I don't agree with. Um, books should be allowed to be published and purchased and put in libraries that... I yeah. don't like. Um, no one should be stifled for their opinion. That's we live in this country. That's a, a founding premise that this country is supposed to run on. Yeah. If you disagree with somebody, then you bring bring that to the discussion in a civil manner. Yeah. Um, the problem comes in when you have dangerous speech happening. So. For example, this guy that just shot up the um, the subway in New York. Some of the stuff he had up on social media in the days leading up to that should have been reported by somebody. Should have. So there, there needs to be something there to allow users to report things. And those things need to be reviewed and deemed okay or not. Or, you know, someone needs to be like, well... 
this is very concerning. We need to get someone to check in on this person because well, that's that's the thing that proves that they're they're being selective about who they do that with. Because here's this guy saying he's wanting to hurt people, he's wanting to shoot people, he's wanting to to, to harm people. He's not necessarily saying he's going to shoot up a bunch of people, but. There are other folks that are just saying, hey, this is my economic belief, and I don't like lockdowns, and I don't think right. the... And they get they get shut down no, but that's my hardcore point. right away. This guy's saying whatever the hell. Uh, he probably didn't have a very big social media Probably not, platform. but still. But my point is, you can't just say free reign on everything. You can't get on social media and say, I'm going to march down to the White House and try and kill the president. You can't... You can't put the dangerous speech out there. Mm -hmm. The political opinion and right versus left and Republican versus Democrat and all of that that we have going on right now, those conversations need to happen because what's happened to our country, I think, is we've been shied away from talking about politics and people don't know how to talk about it anymore. Right. So They've it's real tribal all one it. way or all another, and nothing is all one way or all another. No, no, there's always gray. So I said to Kevin on the way to work, I'm like, what I need is a good Republicrat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because to me, there's value in both yeah. sides. And Kevin's like, what you're looking for is a libertarian. Well, people, <laughs> Which, I mean, that's the true. thing, though. I, the... the, the Classic liberal is somebody who believes in free speech and people's personal freedoms, meaning that you are able to do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting other people. The problem with the the the, uh, the Democratic pro uh, Party is that their economic policies are, are horrid. Government control, central uh, planning for economies, historically, like, have never worked. Uh, just badly, always badly fails. Um, meanwhile, uh, the Republicans are all about, you know, you can do whatever you want in business, but we'd like, we'd like you not to do all of this deviant, uh, uh, anti-Christian, you know, sex or whatever, and don't do drugs and all this. So we want to use the power of government to prevent you. No. And uh, it doesn't seem like there's a place for people who hold values on both sides of that. Like, right. On the social end of things, I am all for let people live their lives the way they want to live their lives. Mm -hmm. You should be free to have the job you want, the spouse you want, love who you want to love. Like, I am in full support of all of Me that. Me too, 100%. Don't exclude people, Give you know, based on race or sexual orientation or gender, whatever. Just let people be who people are. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. Um... I'm also all for, like, a fiscally responsible government. So I have pieces from both sides. And the problem that I run into is if I voice where I land on the Republican side, I'm deemed a certain way. Yeah. Um, if I voice where I land on the Democrat side, I'm deemed a certain way. Because that's all Trump. And so for me, it's just more comfortable not to. It's almost like people with the football. You know, people with football, and they will... They will pick a team based on whatever and they will die by that team whatever they do like if you're a Patriots fan back in the day when uh, uh, what's his name Brady was throwing and winning games for them and winning championships and getting rings for them and whatnot well if he deflates a ball a little bit you're 100% alright with it but if you're anybody else 
you hate that man because he's you know slightly deflated. I don't know anything about it, so I don't, <laughs> honestly, I give two shits about football. But that's the point. People uh, 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 apparently die by the the Cowboys being a dynasty team that haven't apparently won anything major since what the 80s or something, I, the yeah, 90s. You're I don't talking know. another language. Again, yeah, the football know. thing. I don't give a, sh- a single shit about it. But people are, are, are so entwined into that that they can't they are blind to see. Can we block else. those people from Facebook? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> no, I don't I don't mean that. Just I don't kidding. want to block Just anybody. Kidding. Um I do have a, an issue with I, I I mean who decides who gets banned from Twitter? Because some people have been banned and then other people are still on like you have, in my opinion, and this is what Elon Musk was saying in the interview I saw. He said, "Err to the side of letting people talk." Yeah, and just if, decide for yourself. You don't have to read it. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have to, to believe it. it. You, you don't, don't have, have to, to follow it. You don't have to comment on it. If you're not happy about it, put your own content up there. Say your piece and move on. Yeah, you just, know, like just the 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 last option should be censorship. And that should only be like if you're putting kitty porn up, really. That, you know, you'd have anything beyond that. You'd have to really convince me that it's a good idea right. to censor that. So the, the the starting point, starting and ending point for me is kitty porn. That's it. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, we don't want to censor books. No, we I don't, don't want to censor libraries. We don't want to censor newspapers and like those things are held dear. Like, Twitter should be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's a publicly traded company. Not if Elon has his way. Not if, right, but I and then it's really sad that it has to become a privately owned company in order for there to be protected speech. Yeah, um, that's not a good state for our country to fall into. Well, and there's a lot of shit on. I'm not on Twitter often. Twitter is kind of a cesspool. People really are emboldened by the anonymity or anonymous, whatever that word is, being anonymous on Twitter. Um, and commenting, you read through the comments and it's vile, just vile. People, same on TikTok, sometimes you read through TikTok comments and you're just like, how do people have the balls to say these horrible things? But I think what we need to start doing as a country is just filtering that out. Stop giving it so much importance. They are words. We need to teach our children how to be resilient in the face of that stuff. Instead of just removing it and not teaching them those skills. Because it's the same with bullying. Kids are going to bully. It's going to happen. It's been happening mm-hmm. since the dawn Ever. of time. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to go after the bullies. Because you're not going to change them no matter what you no. do. It's not going to change them. You need to start teaching the other kids First, how to stand up for themselves, and second, how to be resilient and move past it. How not to let the bully formulate for them who they think they are. Stop giving them the power. And we don't do that as a society. We want to go after the bad guy instead of teaching the rest of us how to just, you know, don't give any credit to that. And and Twitter can be the same exact way. Mm-hmm. You read something by Donald Trump that you don't agree with? Why are you following Donald Trump? Pass pass it along. Go. Yeah. You know, don't read it. Don't look at it. Just don't give it any of your attention. And then 
when you stop giving those bullies attention, that's when they go away. Because they're not getting what they want out of it. That's right. But we don't approach life that way anymore. People must Everybody wants to be offended by everything. Which is a choice. Being offended is a choice. You know, you have... Trust... I have a lot of things in my life that I could choose to have been offended over. Things that people have said to me, done to me, and... Those some of those things stick with me no matter how much I've ignored and moved along. Those words hurt, but I'm not. I'm getting to the point where it's like I you can't let it define you. Right. You know you've got to just do what you know is right for you, and let everybody else just lead their happy little lives. There you go. I mean, live and let live. Don't hurt other people. Don't <laughs> take their stuff. It's that simple. Yeah. That's it. Don't hurt other people. Don't take their stuff. And you can be really close and love people who have very different opinions than you. Because you're not just the sum of your political beliefs Mm -hmm. or the sum of your religious beliefs. You know, people are multifaceted and you have to appreciate people for who they are. And that's really what it just comes down to. We don't teach that anymore. We teach that, you know... No one's going to make you feel bad, and no one's ever going to make you feel uncomfortable. Well, that's not realistic. It just isn't. So, anyway, I'll get off my soapbox, because... Because <laughs> we only got so much time. <laughs> and I did want to talk about... Um, I read... <clears throat> first, I saw a clip on the news of um, Jen Psaki saying that the student loan forgiveness wasn't off the table. And... Uh, you know they're they're gonna either extend again. It's the pause on student loan payments have been extended six times. Mm-hmm. For I don't know who they're getting extended for because I have a student loan, a sizable one. Mine was extended the first time, and then I had to start repaying. Yeah. And that was last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know who's still getting their loans extended. Um, but I was reading today. I read a news article that was like. She said, nobody has paid a dollar toward their student loan since Joe Biden took office. And that, I am here to tell you, is is not true. That is not true. We have had conversations with our student loan people. You know, um, it's true for everybody but me, maybe. That's been the story of my student loans since the beginning. Um, They have a public service loan forgiveness program where if you... You get on this thing and they calculate your payments and you pay for 10 years and then at the end of 10 years, the balance of your loan is forgiven. If you work in like Title I schools, which I do, got into this program, the guy literally said to me, okay, your payments are 900 and something dollars a month. Three times. uh, And I was like. Or twice, almost twice what you paid. 900 and so at the end of 10 years, my loan will have been paid off, so there will be no balance to forgive. And he goes, that's pretty much how it works. Well, who yeah. can afford to pay $900 and something dollars a month on a teacher's salary? Yeah. Toward a student loan. That isn't going to happen. Yeah. So that, no. Pretty much and your then, loans are not going to get paid. Then there was like, oh, this loan forgiveness, but you had to have taken your loans out after 1997, which was the year I graduated with my master's degree in 97. So I didn't qualify for any of that. Mm-hmm. I'm too old to qualify. They want um, young 
people who aren't making any money. Pretty much. So I make too much money, in their opinion, to... Because I actually got my degree and actually used my degree and actually stayed in the field. Rather than get the degree, teach for five years, get the loan forgiven, and then move on to another job where you make more money. Yeah. So, and we wonder why there's a teacher shortage right now. First of all, I don't really believe in student loan forgiveness. No, no. I don't think... Because you agreed to it. I, yeah. I mean, those are, that's a burden that I took on. I mortgaged my future, my education, basically what I did. Yeah. And, and so, that's... A, I mean, I will die before they're paid off. I just know that's probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, they ain't getting it out of me either. <laughs> so, I just read Tricks all Tricks on you, government... Like, <laughs> oh, well, we're either gonna we're either gonna extend the pause on payments, or we're gonna pay up to ten thousand dollars on everybody's loans, or up to fifty thousand dollars on everybody's loans. That's bullshit. I'm yeah. here to tell you it's bullshit. Yeah. I couldn't believe when I read that. I'm like, nobody has paid a dime toward their student loan. Yeah, that's totally that's crap. Bullshit. Yeah. The only people that are gonna talk about it or call them out on it, they're the ones gonna listen to. The only people they're they're aiming at, they're aiming at. The 20 and 30 They're somethings. the ones whose votes they want. Yeah, they're trying to aim for the 20 or 30-somethings. They're playing the long game. But here's the thing. Here's this whole thing about uh, student loan forgiveness. If you're talking about a benefit to society, who is who? whose loan should get paid off? The person who took in a student loan maybe got a degree in something and something they couldn't use and are now doing a shitty job where they can't pay for it. Uh, or somebody who, when they got out of school, maybe they took a trade, they decided they'd take out a loan for a couple hundred thousand dollars to start a business. They're employing five guys and they bought some equipment. And they're producing a, a service or, or, or a product to, to, uh, that people purchase or, 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 or buy or whatever. Uh, who's more beneficial loan would it be to pay off? This person who made uh, possibly a bad decision and is you know can't pay their student loan because they got a, a degree in art history and they got a job working at the 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 Home Depot, or the dude who said who went out learned how to fix ACs and then he decided I'm going to start my own business and I've got five guys employed. I you know how do you how do you how sit do you, there and balance that? that? And, yeah. Plus, what about all the people who have repaid their student loans? Yeah. Like, why didn't they get the free pass? Like, I'll tell you, the guys that did the trades, their their loans are already paid because they paid them. Yeah. Or, well, you know, their, their, their education is much less expensive than going out and getting a degree in freaking European uh, And the trades know, aren't European for... Literature. I mean, college isn't for everybody, but trades aren't for everybody either. No, but... So, the other thing is, like, free college, I think, is a bad idea just because I think the quality of your education... I work in public education right now, and we're in the midst of a crisis situation. I mean, you can't... They're having trouble hiring teachers. Mm -hmm. The workload is obscene. And now we've got kids that have lived through COVID, and they're either... You know, I read something I saw on Facebook, unmotivated learners who were home for two years who were used to the deadlines being flexible, the grading being flexible. All you had to do was show up with your camera. Tur- you could turn your camera off. You know, the quality of your work didn't have to be all that great because no, we were all figuring our way through it. Mm-hmm. And so we had to be, oh, and not everybody has an internet connection and not everybody has a computer. And so you had to have patience and grace with these kids, which you did. But for unmotivated learners, 
who are now back in the classroom. Yeah. Now they're back under these, well, you've got due dates and the expectations, like they're having to unlearn everything they became accustomed to during COVID. Yeah. And then you had, you know, your kids that were more motivated to learn that were always busy with clubs and sports and practices who were suddenly forced to slow down, who maybe enjoyed the time finding out they had extra time Mm -hmm. and spending more time with their family or, you know, finding other outlets that now are back to that, trying to manage that busy schedule. You know, and then you had people who, like me, really kind of thrived in... If I had been a student during COVID, I probably would have thrived in the at-home learning. Mm -hmm. Now, those kids... And then you've got the kids that... Well, the ones that would have thrived learning from home, like myself, now back in the buildings, dealing with all of that after having two years of, you know... And then the other kids that were forced to be home in abusive situations Mm -hmm. where their only escape was going to school. Now they're, everyone's traumatized. And so the school systems just can't handle the amount of emotional issues that are coming at them. Yeah. Um, Especially from, I would imagine that mostly is hitting high school age kids. Like I have kindergarten, my Uh, kids were never in school before. So yeah, but I think that you, it's kind of been detrimental, particularly in the last few well, years. You've had more and more discipline. We problems. have noticed this year a lot more, like um, with kindergarten, an inability to like cooperate with each other, lack of patience with each other. Mm-hmm. They haven't been socialized, and they would at least come to school with some social. And some of them went to pre-K, but virtual, so they were like getting the basics but they weren't learning what's most critical yeah for kids our age that age so anyway i don't know how i got off onto all of that but <laughs> um there's just so many problems in education and then on top yeah. of that it's expensive yeah and you don't get paid enough to make a 900 dollars a month nope. student loan payment and if you decide to invest further in your education to get a higher degree to possibly make a little bit more money the degree way out pays what you're getting paid for it. So, yeah. you know, um, in no other profession would somebody with a master's degree make the money that I make mm-hmm. after 22 years, 23 years. Yeah. You know, if I'd be if I was in the corporate world, I would be making a shit ton more than I make now. Um, but whatever. Again, I'm on my soapbox. Dollar sign K Rose VA. <laughs> cash out yeah a go fund me for my student loan i would be okay with that if people want to chip in charity to help pay it off yeah. that's one thing I, I just we ain't proud and then the truth of the matter is if the government passes oh we're going to forgive fifty thousand. i mean i'll be right in line waiting for my fifty thousand yeah, loan yeah. forgiveness I mean... but like do i think it's right no and i i i know that that's a hypocritical statement would i take I, advantage well... of it yes the thing is, there's there's really, aside from buying votes, there's no upside. It's going to drastically increase the debt. It's going to, uh, to do it, they'll have to print money, which means inflation is going to have to increase again. Like, it's close to, to 9% now. You're going to talk about double-digit inflation if they do this. 
it's going to happen because yeah. they have to print more money to do that. Yeah. And the more that money they print, the worse it is. Yeah. It's not a Putin price hike or anything like that. That's <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It's all Putin's fault. Which, such horse I'm sure shit. that's part of it, but... It's just bad economics and printing money and, and central planning. So... Mm. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Happy, Happy times! Happy Easter, everybody! So what we're talking about? <laughs> heart attacks and fucking uh, censorship, free speech, <laughs> student loans, all uh, this. We're bringing, Why don't we we're get into some debatables? And, uh... <laughs> uh, that, yeah, we got a new game. Yeah. Um, this is our new second uh, segment called Debatable. Yeah. And so saw it at uh, uh, you, you know it's a good thing to go into Barnes and Noble like go into the store because I was in there you were getting some books for somebody mm-hmm. and uh, I saw it there I was like wow that's that looks pretty cool and we looked online to see if it was cheaper online because you know, <laughs> Kevin didn't want to walk back in and get it, it was yeah she was price. like looks it up the same price we can get like, it on oh, Amazon same price like I've come order. too far I'm not going back, back in, in there. <laughs> oh, anyway. So we'll be back with some debatables. Anything else? Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Enjoy your um, your Easter weekend or however you spend this weekend um, with hopefully people that you love. And um, eat, a, um, eat a Reese's egg. Uh, <laughs> I got to get all that in before before Monday. Yeah. Get load up on it. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see you in a bit. And we're back. We're back with debatables. Debatables. Two hundred reasons to argue. So we're this could start backfire on us because Kevin and I. Um, well, no. We don't agree on everything. And we don't agree on everything. Yeah. And we and, don't. Really and I'm argue. horrible to argue with because he doesn't argue. Yeah. He repeats his stance. Oh, he does argue. Don't let me. No. <laughs> That's not right. He does argue. He just doesn't usually argue with me. Yeah. So this will be fun. We'll see. You ready? Yep. Bigger letdown. Last episode of Lost or the end of Game of Thrones? In the Game of Thrones. Last episode of Lost, uh, I guess they they did, it wasn't great. And and I'll tell anybody, I love the show uh, Quantum Leaps. My all-time favorite TV show. Worst ending ever. Uh, because they didn't, they were telling them, no, you guys are going to get one more season and you're going to get one more. Oh, sorry, you're not getting one more season. you got to wrap it up. And they, it just, it sucked ass. But the ending of Lost was confusing, but the whole show was confusing. The end of Game of Thrones, they were building something that was beautiful. And then that last season, and just shit. They just took a shit and threw it on camera. That was it. It was just throwing shit on camera. And it was bad. It was just bad. It was a bad ending. I watched Lost, but not all the way through to the last episode. Mm-hmm. I lost interest in it before the season ended and I never really watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I I watched one episode of Game of Thrones <laughs> and quickly realized it's not my cup of tea. She watched the incest rape episode. Mm-hmm. That did it for me. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch Walking Dead either. I don't make it through to the end of series. No, I'm just not realizing this. <laughs> um Kevin had been watching Walking Dead and it's just not my ugh, like zombie. Yeah, it was far she knew it was horror. Which and it is, but... the first episode I remember really tuning into was the episode where Herschel got bit in the prison. 
And yeah, Kevin's like, oh, weapon. the only way they're going to be able to save him is to chop his leg off. And I'm like, no, nah. and that damn if they didn't just chop this dude's leg off. And I was like, what the hell? And then I was kind of hooked. And then I kind of watched a little bit and then came the Grove episode. And I was completely hooked after the Grove. Until Elizabeth the McCarthy. pandemic. And then I lost interest and I haven't watched it since then. The woman who plays Carol, what was her name, McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy should have got an Emmy for that, for sure. She Melissa McCarthy. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Is Melissa McCartney someone different? Yeah, she was uh, uh, Paul McCartney's wife. No, who's the woman who was on... Um, um, gosh, what was that show? The Two Heavy People. The, oh, the Mike and Molly. That was... Um, oh, God damn it. Wasn't that Melissa McCarthy? That's Melissa McCarthy. Hold on. Alexa? <laughs> Who plays Carol Pentier on Walking Dead? Here's something I found on the web. According to Ozzy.com, Carol Pelletier is one of the iconic main characters in The Walking Dead and is played by actor Melissa McBride. McBride. Melissa McBride. I did not know her last name. I'm so um, impressed. Uh, yeah. I know it was Melissa. Did they have... I did not... Grimes is the only last name. Yeah. That I was aware of. Yeah. What's, um... What's his name's last name? Dixon? Your, uh, Dixon. There, I did know Daryl Dixon. Yeah. Uh, Maggie was... Maggie um, Ree. Maggie Ree. But, I mean, Before originally that, it was Herschel... Um, fuck, what was her name? Oh, well, I don't know. Anyway, all I don't stick through to the end of series. <laughs> yeah. Walking Dead, which I was a huge fan of. You were you were Completely obsessed. just lost interest. The pandemic killed it for you. Yeah, I think once they killed Carl and then they killed off Rick... I really didn't have anything to stick around for anymore. Yeah. And so it was easy to give it up. I love Daryl Dixon. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like what they were doing to his character. And then I didn't like and what they were doing to Carol. stupid dark with, yeah, I didn't like what they did to Carol. I mean, this woman was went from being, she had the best story arc. Because she started out, she was an abused woman, uh, abused wife. And then she became the, the juggernaut. She was the juggernaut. If they if shit needed to go down, she was taking care of it. Yeah, like I mean, right hardcore. Into like <laughs> shooting kids right in the head if they. Oh were, my right, god. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> then it got real dark with that bald woman. Yeah. And I just uh, after that I was like, this is just getting too weird. Yeah. Pandemic. Pandemic. Ironically, on the Walking Dead for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I used to watch This Is Us. I loved This Is Us. Don't watch it anymore. We used to watch A Million Little Things. Loved A Million Little Things. Don't watch it anymore. A Million Little Things is interesting. First of all, uh, it, uh, James O'Day is uh, the uh, one of the main characters. He was in uh, Psych. He was the main uh, character He's one of my Psych. favorite actors. Great, great actor. And uh, Psych is still one of my favorite all-time shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, it's a different thing he's still funny but it's a much more dramatic series they have the other Very guy from Psych in that too in um this is us yeah in this is us he was in yeah he was in this yeah uh, okay and uh it's just you know uh this was us this is us is just the thing you watch to cry at the end of the week i used to love that show but i don't know why got... i quit why because see the pandemic, the pandemic and everything went away and then when they came back they went really heavy into the social what's wrong with the country socially and I just had enough of that yeah. like I didn't I the reason I tuned into those things was to escape all of those things um and the I only just thing that survived uh was uh jokers hey, jokers 
Yeah, because they they and they and, the, a, and the jury's uh, still out on that because you know we haven't seen the season without Joe yet. So they had one episode we'll without Joe. So yeah. All right, going out to eat, tried and true favorite, or try out a new place. Well, I know you. It's it's tried and true. I am definitely a tried and true favorite. And I'm more of a let's go try something new. I am all for it. And I usually win. Yeah, you 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 win because it, he, he there, gives into my anxiety. There are some things you, we like when I'm trying to find a new place. One of the things I like to do is go on Yelp, because if you go to a place's website, they don't usually show seating and things like that. But if you go to Yelp, you get pictures that people have taken. You know, and a lot of people, God, a lot of people take pictures of their food, <laughs> which is cool. You know, I've done I it myself. I just need to see that it's open, that it has but, comfortable yeah, seating. Yeah, it's comfortable seating because it's not crowded. It's not a dinky small little place like yeah. those kind of things. But yeah, and sometimes we've tried new places and they're pretty good. Yeah, you know, but, but like like I said, there are places where if they don't have comfortable seating, it doesn't matter how good the food is and how the service is. If it ain't comfortable to sit there, we're not we're not staying. Right. We're not doing it. We're, we're not, not going, going back. back. Mm-hmm. So there are things I'd like to try. Like I've been wanting forever to go to Marcella Bites, which is around the corner. It's an Indian place. Uh, never had Indian food. Would like to give it a shot, but you know, no one else is wanting to take the chance. No, oh, you make me feel like I'm horrible to you. No, no. One of these days, I'm gonna take Jill up on her offer because she said that she'll go with me one time. I'm gonna take Jill up on her <laughs> sooner or later. Okay. Yeah, I am definitely the tried and true. I'm also the, hey, let's get up and go to breakfast, and then the next morning, like, I don't really want to go to breakfast. <laughs> um, I make plans and then instantly regret making plans and then try to get out of making plans. There it is. Uh, that's pretty much how I roll. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Getting a haircut. Sit there in silence. Share your life story. I've done both. Um, Which are you more comfortable with? I, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm able you to withstand anything. <laughs> it depends on what the, the other person has done. Like, I go to this barbershop um, off of um, Holland uh, next to the PMS Deli and, and uh, uh, the Junior Mart. Uh, they do, love they your, specialize. I love your attention to details when you're talking about little yeah. things like that. They specialize in, like, military cuts and whatever, and obviously, you know, that works for me. Um <laughs> One of the girls will just let me sit there in silence. One of them wants to talk to me. Either way works for me. More often than not, there's usually some other old guy who's just going on and on about whatever. And I'm more than content listening to some old fart talk about whatever. So, Back when I used to um, actually like go to salons. And again, this is my introverted anxiety side. I would prefer to sit in silence. I really don't yeah. want to have to make small talk. And so going to get my hair cut was never an enjoyable experience for me. Because yeah. I felt forced to make small talk. Now I have a regular hairstylist that I've been going to for a long time. And so we, I know her really well for as far, you know, for hairstyle. I know about her family and things like that. So there's always things to talk about when I don't feel like I have to make conversation with her. Because I know her. Um, and she works out of her home. So it's like I'm not, you know... It's more comfortable. But, yeah, I mean, I would prefer if I'm just, like, walking into a salon with someone I've not ever met or whatever, I generally would prefer to sit in silence. But that, again, I'm really not an interesting person, so. I think you're interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, carefully, a carefully planned vacation versus just making it up as you go. Again, we do both. A carefully planned vacation versus just making it up as you go. 
Now, if it comes down to us going somewhere on a vacation, we need both. Because if she doesn't plan where we're going or whatnot, I, I, I wouldn't know how to do it, you know? I don't know to call or go online and look up reservations or how to look shop for hotels and all of that, which she's very good at. But if shit goes down, you know, shit goes sideways, that's that's Which me. it usually that's all does. Me. Yeah. And I'm good with that. When we travel. So this is why, again, we're perfect for each other. Because this is one of those deals where if shit goes bad, all right, we got it. Not a problem. He's pretty good at handling that. I'm not. I get worked up and pissed off and grumble a lot. And mm-hmm. he just, as long as no one cuts him off in traffic, he's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, that's just our difference. Yeah, that's where our differences are our greatest strength. Yeah. I just got... Oh, no, don't care about that. All right. Preferable afterlife. Haunting a mortal enemy or making new ghost friends? Do you have any mortal enemies? Yeah, not really. You don't have that one guy like Quinn has that he keeps saying he's going to definitely 100% defecate on his grave? I don't like that. (laughs) <laughs> so messed up. I can't think of anybody that I would do that to. So you would want to make new ghost friends? I guess, yeah. Hmm. Could you do a mix of both? Could you like get a Barry Band, a merry band of uh, troublesome ghost friends, and then go haunt somebody in particular? Like you could haunt anybody. Yeah, I guess. Wouldn't have to be like your personal mortal enemy. Yeah, I guess, I guess there's that, too. You could you go just... after the Kardashians or something. Yeah. I yeah, can't I believe know. they're on Hulu, by the way. I should have known when they did that interview that they had something coming up, and then all of a sudden now they're on Hulu like they're some kind of big shit. This wholly off the subject of our debatable question here, but <laughs> in one of the previews of the promos for mm-hmm. the show, I guess it was... Um, Kim Kardashian, I wasn't watching, I was just listening. She was like, I like to feel like that we add something to everybody who we meet. They walk away better people after they met us. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Yeah. God, you mu- I mean, Jesus. And she felt good about, oh, I just want to make people feel good. And yeah, she made uh, Ray J feel good. Break. <laughs> Give me a break. I guess for me... I'm not much of a haunter person. I don't really have mortal enemies. Yeah. I mean, there are some people who I wouldn't mind haunting. Maybe for me, a little of both. I get that. I mean, I don't make lots of friends in my real life, so I can't see myself making lots of friends in my ghost life. But, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll go pretty close at the same time. You think so? I think so. I hope so. Want to flip it over and do the back? Sure. Let's okay. Do. Bigger letdown. Oh, we just did this. Oh, you got to flip them over. Okay. Oh, they're it's doing... It's the same on the back. Is it really? Yes. Wow. We All thought right. they were different on each side. <laughs> uh, we clearly don't know how to... There's a. This is a game. and We're not playing it as a game. We're just reading questions. You want me yeah. to pull some more Let's out? pull some more. I'm just going to pull five more. One, two, three. I I do notice on one side. Oh, no, it's exactly the same on both sides. Okay, weird. Uh, when we put them back in, we'll put a little, uh, um, what you call it, in with them so we can separate them so we know which ones we've already done. Okay. 
Who would win in a fight, Fiona Apple or Kevin Bacon? I don't know who Fiona Apple She's is. She's a singer. I would imagine Kevin Bacon. He's been around. He's he's got experience. Uh, he's he got range. Dance. Dude's got range. Kevin Bacon, I think, is one of the most underrated actors ever. Uh, honestly, the man's got incredible range. And, and you might be thinking, oh, you're full of shit. You think about Footloose, obviously, but you look at uh, Murder in the First. That was fantastic. That was Kevin Bacon. I loved his, his little part in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. His little part, in, yeah. He said, she run. said. Yeah. Uh, uh, Quicksilver. Uh, he did. Uh, Dune? No, I don't think he was in Dune. He no, was in Dune. What's the one JFK. with the. Was that Quicksilver where the things were under the ground? Oh, Tremors. Tremors, Tremors. Tremors, was, Tremors is one of the, my all time favorites. Uh, Quicksilver, he was playing a, 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 a ex lawyer turned into a bike messenger. Mm hmm. Yeah. Great movie. It's yeah, one of those underrated movies. Yeah, I mean, everybody underrated. knows him. There's a whole game based around how popular he six is. Degrees of set but I would just probably. I don't know much about Fiona Apple if she's a know. badass or not. I, she probably is. I don't know. But, um, you know. Team I don't know. Her name is Fiona. Yeah. His name is Kevin, so he's got to be a badass. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Underappreciated invention indoor bathroom or household fridge? I think the fridge. I think the fridge has gone done more for. It actually it is one of the reasons why life expectancy increased. I think it's more under underappreciated. People appreciate indoor plumbing way yeah. more than they even think about their refrigerator. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean you don't go to people out in the woods and go, wouldn't you really love to have a refrigerator? You go, Bam, wouldn't you really just love to have indoor plumbing? Yeah. <laughs> Sure, you gotta wipe your ass with a pine cone. <laughs> you shit in a hole in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just leave scat lying around. That's an IJ reference. Scat. Oh, could you imagine living at the time though when you had to go to an outhouse and sit on a hole? Yeah. God, how horrible! In the middle of the night, would that have been? Yeah, because it's good thirty yards out. Ugh, you gotta go real bad. Smells awful. It's like. Worse than a porta potty in everyone's. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. Yeah, and anytime there's an outhouse scene in a western, it's always shitty. Uh, see what I did there? I think I'd rather <laughs> go to an actual outdoor ice chest to get my food than have to go out to a bathroom. Maybe. But I just think, as far as life expectancy, uh, the refrigerator was much more beneficial to society. Yeah. So. It keeps your food fresher. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> watching golf on television versus watching some paint dry. Mm. <laughs> About the same. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've played golf and I like playing it just because it's a good way to hang out with people. But, um, you know, just watching it, it's like I don't really give a shit. Um, so, Happy Gilmore is a decent movie. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, both of those things. I guess I prefer to watch paint dry because as someone who's painted, you know, you want it to dry so you can continue painting it's more interesting mm, no i'm not if you guys need help painting i'm busy that day he's not the guy all right better feeling making new plans or canceling them later <laughs> <laughs> this is both of us we, we we will make plans i'm sorry there's people out there that are gonna be like son of a bitch we we have made plans and then thought man we just we just need to cancel this we don't want to do this 
I mean, it feels better to make the plans because you feel better about yourself. You're like, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this. And then the canceling, you always feel like a loser. So yeah. I guess as far as which one feels better. But you feel bad. You feel like a loser for a little while. And then you're like, oh. I'm so glad I'm not doing that. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That's the, the honest truth. We're never going to lie to you on, on coming up roses. <laughs> Watching a film with subtitles versus listening to an audiobook. Hmm. We just watched Coda. Yeah. And Coda had a lot of subtitles, if you haven't seen it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and my vision's not great, so as soon as it started, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to keep up with this, because it, I, it's blurry at a distance, but I actually did okay. Um, I'd like to watch it again on my iPad, is what I was Yeah, where you can now. actually see what the yeah. conversation is. Because I'll, I'll throw stuff on just to have in the background at work, and I'll throw the, the subtitles on, so... Um, an audiobook, I'm not a huge fan of listening to audiobooks. It has to be really well narrated. Yeah. Um, I don't pay as close attention because if I'm listening, I'll be like doing something else, like Facebooking, and then I'm reading something, and then I've missed everything that. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not very good at listening to audiobooks. I have done it. But like I said, it has to be really well narrated. Yeah. Um, for me, anyway. All right, last one. <laughs> These people know us. Mm -hmm. Giving directions, knowing street names, or providing landmarks. Landmarks. I'm a street name person. Yeah. Kevin is a landmark person. I and this comes from way back in the day, growing up in Suffolk. Um, everything was by this. You got to pass this. Uh, you know, I didn't know all the names of the roads, but if you said you have to go past the the courthouse, or you got to go up by the Walmart or, you know, it's over there by the packing plant, blah, blah, blah. It didn't matter what it was. If I had a landmark, I could find it because I know where the landmarks are. But if you gave me a street name, I'm like, I don't know where the, where the hell that is. I'm going to have to <laughs> figure some shit out. So. All right, see what I did? Hmm? These are light and those are dark. The ah, dark ones are the ones nice. we've already done. All right, and then put those on the bottom? Yep, I put them on the bottom. Very good, very good. We have a system, folks. My, my wife is brilliant. <laughs> no, we'll forget brilliant. that next time. I should write it on a post-it. Yeah. <laughs> Stick it on a blanket. Stick it in there. Yeah. So uh, that's, how that, that's how that works for me. Uh, but now we've got the GPS, so it really doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, you just put the address in. The thing tells you when to, to turn. Now, this brought up a thing that we talked about one day, the, the, what the perfect GPS is. Like, wouldn't it be great if it just assumed you knew you had to get out of the neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. Can you just skip the part where I have to get out of my neighborhood? Because I'm pretty sure I know how to do that part. Or if you could get to a point where you're like, uh, hey, pause direction and find me uh, Chick-fil-A or find me a McDonald's. And it says, okay, and it, and it I mean, diverts you. I mean, some of them you can do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fast. Um... I was thinking the one that's like telling you to get out of the neighborhood. If you were at someone else's house and you didn't know how to get out of their neighborhood. But your phone knows when you take the same route yeah. every day. If it knows where home is. You're <laughs> yeah, because I get in the car and it's like, oh, 16 is. minutes until you get to your job. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's even worse when I get to work and it's like, oh, you're 16 minutes away from home. Yeah. Like, Screw you, Siri. Um, you bitch. <laughs> and then we've got the one we did. We used our car navigation the other day and it just keeps going boom and then it gives um in one mile in three quarters of a mile 
in half a mile. And when you're trying to listen to a podcast, it's so Shut annoying. Shut the fuck up. Because you're like, I get it. I get mm. it. I'm looking at the screen where I'm supposed to go. And it just keeps talking to you. Like every quarter of a mile, it tells you what to do. And then you do it and it goes boom. And then it starts with the next one. I'm like, this is just too much. Don't you hear Walt telling the story? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And sometimes like it'll, I think it does pause the yeah. podcast or it played it over top of the podcast or something. I don't know, yeah. but it was really, it was kind of annoying. But anyway. Yeah. So the perfect GPS would be one, it would know that you're at home, you're leaving the neighborhood. There's only one way out of the neighborhood. So don't tell me how to get out of the neighborhood. Two, have a quick verbal way of saying pause, take me to a McDonald's yeah. or whatever. That'd be great. And then three. A verbal way. You yeah. know, don't just, you know, do a better job of not telling me that something's a mile away. You know, just. Because mine will come up and say, oh, you can't do this while you're driving. Like, well, if I can't adjust my GPS while I'm driving, what good is it? Yeah. You know? So you do need a verbal, like, hey, Siri. You probably can do it. We ought to try it one day. Yeah, we'll have to try it. Can you pause my navigation and direct me to blah, blah, blah? And she'll be like, No. <laughs> No. Here's what I found on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, good episode. This uh, this week uh, coming up, we'll probably still be talking a little bit about what's left of the spring break and Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing else really going on, but you guys know that uh, some tragedy will befall on us. Don't and, say that. <laughs> Don't no. say that. I know. I'm kidding. I'm it's going to be a good week. It'll be a good week. All right, y'all. Happy Easter. Enjoy your time, and we will see you here next Saturday. All right. Bye, everybody.